reach everyone possible, teach so we can grow, send and that day will come. Welcome to the 180 Project. Hey guys, this is Andre with the 180 Project. I'm excited to be on here for a little bit. Uh, just wanted to jump on and give an update on how everything is going here with my family and friends and things have been going good. Uh, been a little crazy, of course, with this whole pandemic, COVID-19 and quarantine situation. But it's been an opportunity to look at stuff. Uh, would you believe that uh, I almost forgot, unfortunately? Uh, but fortunately, I remembered two days before Palm Sunday that, you know, in the midst of all this stuff, our minds have been entertained and uh, uh, more focused on. And it's not a bad thing with safety and making sure our families are good and being proactive and preparing um, for our family to have the needs that they need at our homes. And these are all good things. But I almost forgot that it was Palm Sunday and that Easter weekend was coming up. And uh, I just thank God that he revealed that to me so that I would have an opportunity to look at his word a little bit better. And possibly look at it in a different lens uh, so that he would give me more wisdom to be able to understand him better. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time. We pray, God, that in this short time together that you would reveal something to us. That we would look at you in a different way. Lord, show us something that we haven't seen, Lord. Lord, we need your help every single day. We pray for all the people affected from this pandemic. We pray for the people that are curious about who you are and that in these days have been looking more at you and researching more about you and i pray god that you reveal yourself to them lord give us wisdom today god and bless this time in jesus name amen so it's been interesting it's been an interesting time and um you know we, we're looking at different types of scriptures there's so much scripture to look at it could almost be overwhelming during this time whether you look at the passover elements and the old testament or just uh the gospels uh during jesus's entry into jerusalem but i'm going to try to bring it into some into a nutshell on what my understanding is um, and please do your research for yourself don't believe what everybody says i encourage you google it check it out be careful because there's stuff out there that you that might have the wrong information but just look in it the best information you could find would be in the actual bible so read it to understand it um all four accounts uh talk about jesus crucifixion so i encourage you to re read them and what i mean by that are four accounts of the gospel that's in mark matthew luke and john um and uh, obviously throughout other books of the new testament But I would encourage you to look at those. Those are in the New Testament. Um, if you don't know where those are at, those are in the table of contents in the front of the book. Mark, Luke, Matthew, and John. So Sunday, we call it Palm Sunday. Uh, the Bible calls it the triumphant entry uh, where Jesus comes into Jerusalem on a donkey, uh, carried on a donkey, and they praise him, Hosanna, Hosanna, the Savior, the Rescuer. And um, he's into Jerusalem and he leaves and comes back. He goes to Bethany where Martha and uh, Lazarus live and he comes back. And there's an illustration about a fig tree, uh, which is excellent. And I encourage you to read about it. But I, what I want to look at today is his entry as the lamb. And at that current time, what was going on in the Jewish tradition? Um, Palm, we call it Palm Sunday. The Jewish tradition calls it Nisan 10. Um, on Nisan 10, it was called the Lamb Selection Day. And so what would happen on this day, uh, a high priest that was selected for the people 
uh, that would bring that lamb once a year. They'll bring that Passover lamb and they would select it and they would bring it into Jerusalem, into the temple. And then they would uh, sacrifice it for the sins of all the people of that that nation and that temple. And so the high priest would um, on lamb selection day, which we call Palm Sunday, would go um and get the lamb and you know what's awesome they would actually uh i guess you could call sift through look through and select the best looking ones the ones that didn't have no blemish but you know they got separated into i guess like a pen where they would keep other animals i mean not other animals other lambs and they would uh set them aside <laughs> and when you look at it you i mean god is so he has a sense of humor guess where the perfect lambs were at bethlehem isn't that crazy? Well, where was Jesus born? Bethlehem. And he was the perfect lamb. Uh, actually, John the Baptist states that he, behold, the lamb of God. And the lamb of God was born in Bethlehem. And so this high priest on Nisan 10, again, what we call our Palm Sunday, would go up into Bethlehem, get the perfect lamb, put it over his shoulders, and walk into Jerusalem through the eastern gate with the lamb carried on his shoulder. The high priest will be carrying the lamb on his shoulders and bringing the sacrificial lamb through the same gate that Jesus did to be sacrificed. Jesus came into Jerusalem as the lamb of God carried on the shoulders of a donkey um, and, and also just remember, uh, and this is just a little side tidbit that usually during wars, uh, a horse would resemble war. A donkey resembles peace. So I just think it's pretty cool that we could look at that as um, uh, the Prince of Peace coming in through the Eastern Gate of Jerusalem carried on uh, a symbol of peace. So we got the high priest going up to Bethlehem during Nisan 10 to select the perfect lamb, gets the lamb on his shoulders, carries the sacrificial lamb, the perfect lamb, through the same gate at the same time. There might have been obviously hours apart before or after, but it would be the same symbol of a high priest coming in with a sacrificial lamb on his shoulders through that eastern gate for then in the next couple of days be inspected, be looked at be tested and made sure that the lamb was perfect well we could almost say isn't that what happened to jesus was he inspected was he tried was he tested was he questioned and you know what's crazy guys that guess what happened on nissan 14 which what we call good friday um the high priest, after all the inspections, after everything was done, after they made sure 100% that the lamb was perfect during these four days, the high priest would wash his hands and actually say they find no fault in this sacrifice. And then they would hand it over to be sacrificed. Does that remind you of somebody? Pontius Pilate? Herod? Did they inspect? I think, if I'm not mistaken, they actually said those same exact words. I find no fault. And then Pontius Pilate washed his hands and sent Jesus to be handed over as a sacrifice. 
Oh, guys, I, I'm barely scratching the surface here um, as far as all that happened this week. But if you just look at these couple of elements and begin to build some type of curiosity on how you look at this, I hope that this little tidbit, this little time together would be an opportunity for you to be like, man, I've never looked at it in that way. Did you also know, and I'm going to throw this out there because there was the principle of the Passover meal and our communion, um, you know, the Passover meal, there was this matzah, right? The matzah had, the matzah actually had these pieces, these uh, uh, certain things done to it. The matzah actually had piercings. Uh, the matzah also... Uh, uh, had burned uh, slashes in it, um, burn marks in it, um, and and the leaven, and, and obviously there was no sin in it because the leaven they had no leaven in it and that resembled sin, so no sin, pierced, striped, and then what they do with the matzah they cracked it they broke it. I mean, guys, if that doesn't tell you who that is, then we all need to look again at. Uh, our Bibles and study a little bit more about who Christ was. Uh, guys, th this is not a conviction. This is not me telling you that I know more than you. Please just look at it that this is just good information to know. I didn't know this stuff either. And when I found it out, it was incredible. I I'm telling you guys, we have to look at things deeper. You know, a friend of mine always said, you know, <laughs> we live in Florida. You could go down the, the um, down the beach and see the little stand out there with the, uh, the goggles and the snorkeling tube and uh, everybody's down by the water and people are looking and they're finding stuff and a little kid grabs a shell and runs back and shows his parents and you got that situation. But then you got a group of guys that load up the car and load up these tanks with oxygen and get these suits and go to a marina and jump on a boat and go 45 miles out and go deep, real deep. I'm telling you guys, those guys find something a lot different than the people just by the seashore snorkeling. Now, are we Christians that just snorkel or are we Christians that deep dive and look and discover and find? Be encouraged, guys. Dive in and search the scriptures and be blessed. God is in the work and God loves to bless us with wisdom and knowledge and visions of his word. That's what it's about, guys. If if you're reading the Bible like I did at some time just to read it and look and not really meditate and study and dig deeper with Hebrew translations. Oh, guys, we're missing it. We're missing it. So during this time, I just wanted to encourage you guys, look at Jesus during Passion Week. Uh, we're going to get through this. Uh, God has given us a spirit of power and of a sound mind and definitely not of fear. So I pray, guys, that you would stay connected, be blessed, uh, serve your family, um, do things with your kids. Remember this time because as we go back into this normal world, we might possibly be wrapped into the same exhausting suffocating things of this world be blessed by this time as people um are going through 
crazy times and people need hope. Be brave and share your faith with people. Be brave and go on social media and tell people your beliefs about Christ. Friends, I hope that you've been blessed during this short time, that you've been able to see Jesus and the Jewish ceremony of this Passion Week and how Jesus always foreshadows the celebration through Jewish festivities of who he was and he is the Lamb of God. Be blessed. I hope that um, you would dig deeper and I hope to see you. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, connect with you guys again and I want to close in this prayer if today you've listened to this and you for a second might have thought so Jesus came as a sacrifice to me for my sins and I would have I would have to do nothing but have faith and believe and ask for repentance of my sins I mean guys what it's the best story in the world. How awesome Christ was that when when he died, he died for us individually. I pray, guys, that you truly were blessed by this. And I pray that if that is you, go into a, go into a quiet place. Lock the doors in your room. Go and sit down. Spend some time with God. Talk to him. Talk to him. There's no theological sense or studies that you have to do to sit down and talk to God. If you're mad, tell him you're mad. If you're sad, cry out to him. If you have joy, give him your joy. It's really not that hard, guys. Sit down and talk to God and ask him to reveal new things to you. He has and he will that is his business to continue to show us new things. God bless you guys. This is Andre with the 180 Project. I hope to connect with you guys again. Be blessed and enjoy this Passion Week and dig in. We'll be jumping back on for Resurrection Sunday. God bless until the next time. In Jesus' name.